Hey, what's going on, Brosephine Baker? It's your boy, Jerry, the TR expert Washington, AKA the fitness general. I love being a personal trainer here at General Fitness Company Studio. Yeah, I love training my clients and seeing them progress, being better people today than they were yesterday. And I love seeing the sweat on their brow as they do it. Yeah, in-person training is absolutely amazing. But did you know that you can also train with me online? We have an online training platform that we've just put out we have a few people that have signed up recently and they've enjoyed it and I think you'll enjoy it too. And when you sign up at generalfitnesscompany.com, you'll get a free 20 minute workout. You'll get a free sign up to our newsletter as well as a free two week intro to our program. So you get a lot of stuff for free. You're gonna really enjoy what we do here. We put it together painstakingly to replicate what I do here in studio with my clients. So it's going to be exactly like training with me here in studio at your convenience. So you can work out from the convenience of your phone if you want to. So I would really love for you to be a part of this. All you got to do is go to gentlefitnesscompany.com. You go there, you'll sign up for our newsletter. You'll get a free 20 minute workout as well as a two week intro to our online training platform. So get on it. What are you waiting for? generalfitnesscompany.com. Check it out. All right. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, keep good company. Let's go ahead and start the show. Yo, what's going on, Brunokio? It's your boy Jerry, the TRX for Washington here at General Fitness Company Studio. Today is Wednesday, November 16th. 2022 and this is season nine episode number 125 and uh today i'm feeling pretty nice i'm feeling uh somewhat uh rested not quite there yet not quite at a full rested but i've been getting a little bit extra sleep trying to catch up and uh, i feel feel like i'm almost there but uh today i wanted to make things easy i wanted, didn't want to think too hard so i'm talking about fitness and you know, going into the fitness well again we're talking about physical fitness we we're talking about shoulder presses. I know there's a lot of people that have asked me about this over the years. A lot of people, a lot of my clients have talked about this. Uh, doctors have this thing where they tell my clients and other people that if you're over the age of 50, that you shouldn't do shoulder presses. And uh, I'm here to uh, talk about that today. We're going to talk about limitations in general. We're going to be talking about injuries. We're going to be talking about uh, what it means to actually have a limitation. Uh, specifically as it pertains to your uh, shoulder joint and uh, what you can possibly do about limitations should you have them. All right, so we're, yeah, we're going to be talking about all that, even how to test if you have, uh, it's a minor test, it's uh, nothing really uh, formal or whatnot, but it's a test to find out if you have good range of motion or sufficient range of motion in your shoulders. So uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and get this episode underway. Season 9, episode number 125. And we're going to call this one, Should You Overhead Press? Let's go. All right, good afternoon, good morning, and good evening. I hope you're having a good one whenever you're listening to this. Uh, this is a special episode. I shouldn't say it's a special episode. It's a, one of the you know pillars of my uh, of my uh, profession. It's essentially uh, fitness. <laughs> you know, I like to talk a lot about uh, mindset and other things that are not necessarily related to exercise. Uh, you know, because that's my idea of uh, peak fitness is really having a good mindset to surround these uh, really good exercises. But today 
we're going to be talking about exercise. We're going to be talking about one particular exercise that has uh, been demonized within the fitness industry. Um, it is called the shoulder press or the overhead press. Now, I've heard this before, and I've heard this from uh, quite a few of my clients' doctors uh, over the years. And uh, doctors have been telling some of my clients, and uh, this is not something I'm making up. This is actually something I've heard multiple times. So it's not just like one doctor, but it's something that I guess is like just one of those things that uh, doctors in the in, in the doctor industry talk about uh, certain joints as you may or may not know depending on how old you are but certain joints tend to uh, wear down faster than other joints it's just the way the world works uh, as we talked about many many times and on many many occasions entropy is a real thing that's a thing that is where systems break down over time, and everything does break down over time. Just whether you use it right or not, or if you don't use it, or if you use it, <laughs> it's going to break down uh, because it's a movement. You know, it's something that moves, and if it doesn't, if it's um, subject to uh, the laws of nature, it's going to break down no matter what you do. So, one of those particular joints is the shoulder. Hence the, <laughs> the the title of this year episode, uh, but I've heard this from many doctors, and they say that uh, the shoulder joint is like a old leather strap, and at the after the age of fifty, you shouldn't press over your head. And wow, <laughs> let me just start off with this: there should never. <laughs> and this is kind of ironic that I'm saying this, but there should never be any absolutes in fitness. There really probably aren't any actual absolutes in real life. You know, there's always exceptions. And if there isn't an exception, we just haven't found it yet. But there are no absolutes when it comes to fitness. Everybody is built differently. Everybody has, people have... Uh, flexible joints, people have inflexible joints, uh, some people are born with, I don't know if you want to call it misalignments, but uh, n not typical, atypical alignments. You know, I have some clients that are, have uh, some, uh, some issues with their hips and their shoulders just because it's just genetically that's the way they were born. Uh, but when it comes to shoulder joint. The problem for most people is that they have too much, they spend too much time at their desk. Or if it's not too much time at their desk, they're spending too much time in a forward shoulder posture. Okay, so let's think about how your shoulder looks when you're normally sitting. If you don't have really good posture, you probably have a slight, rot slight rotation, slightly slouched, maybe slightly even have a, a little bit of a hump in the back, depending on how uh, advanced your uh, level of of curvature and upper spine is, it just happens. That's just what happens to a lot of people. If you're sitting at a desk, you're going to be hunched over, you know, and just, it happens. <laughs> you know, I just say that because I've seen like quite a few people. And I say, when I say quite a few, I say, I'd say probably about 80% of my clientele that have uh, office jobs, jobs where they work at a desk, they have forward shoulder posture. Their shoulders rock, uh, rock forward a little bit. And even some of my clients that don't have that type of uh, job where they sit at a desk have this issue. And I have to say, um, this is actually more prevalent 
and my female clients, believe it or not. And the reason why that is is because uh, a lot of women, and I'm not saying this is anything against women, but a lot of women with like, if they have a larger chest, they tend to sh- shrug their shoulders forward to kind of uh, hide it. You know, and uh, if they are born or not born, nobody's born with it. <laughs> but if if they develop their chest early in life, if they develop their breast early in life, uh, there's more of a tendency for them to have that forward shoulder posture. Because as you can guess, if they were younger and they developed them earlier, they're probably trying to hide them from an earlier stage in life than someone that maybe developed breasts when they're like 18. Right. That's just how it goes. Um you know, like I said, nothing against women or anything like that. That's just uh, what I've seen as a typical posture for uh, for a majority of my clientele. All right. So that being said, if you have forward shoulder posture, uh, the problem with uh, for uh, the problem with overhead press is that your shoulder slightly rotated forward, and the ligaments and tendons that connect your shoulder to your arm are not going to be in the, in the place that they should be in. They're going to be slightly rotated forward. So what that means, if you kind of think of like how a ball and socket works, right? If you were to take your fist, just go ahead and take your fist right now, grab one hand, you know, make a fist, and the other hand, you're going to make a C. You're going to put that fist in the C, all right? Not over top, but just you literally just put the fist in the C. That's essentially how your shoulder joint sits, Right, depending on what you know, hand you have, it's, you know, depending on what the shoulder joint looks like. But essentially, that's how your shoulder so shoulder joint sits. So, when you have a shoulder joint that sits that way, that's like a, your perfect shoulder joint. Imagine your fingertips right on top of your knuckles. You can move your shoulder up and down, left and right, and all that stuff. Right on a normal shoulder joint. Now, if you were to if you were to take your your C and wrap it so that your hand is almost on the very top of your of your fist, right? So your palm is essentially on your fist. You can see that your fingers are going to go over your your fist a little bit more, right? The fingers of one hand that's in the shape of a C are going to go over your fist. That C is representative of your shoulder. So you think about if you were trying to Say if you were tr- if you lift that fist right if you try to rotate your elbow up in that fist joint you're going to have some impingement on your fingers your fist is or the back of your your hand is going to rub against your fingers so that's essentially what happens to a lot of people when they have forward shoulder posture and that's why most doctors do say if you're over 50 you should avoid over the head shoulder movements. Just because of the fact that most people's posture puts them in a position to where they're going to be having an impingement in their shoulder if they continue pressing overhead. I personally try to stay away from that, uh, that particular movement for most of my clients because of that, because of that fact. It, it, it's, it's a good exercise. An overhead press is a good exercise, but it's not a good exercise if you have forward shoulder posture. What a good exercise for a shoulder, if you have forward shoulder posture, is the scapular retractions. <clears throat> the simplest way to put this, there's a lot of ways to do it, but essentially the movement is squeezing your shoulder blades together and trying to touch your spine with your shoulder blades. You're going to do that while keeping your shoulders off your ears. 
That's the important part because you don't want to just be shrugging your shoulders because that's a trap exercise. Uh, you know, traps are the muscles on the top of your shoulders. But what you want to do is you want to work, work your rhomboids and your lats. You want to work the muscles on the inside and the outside of your shoulders so they can help pull your shoulders down and keep your shoulders from rotating forward. So <clears throat> and a, a scapular retraction, again, is pretty simple. All you're doing is just essentially, even from a standing position with no weights, you literally just squeeze your shoulder blades together. And to kind of get even more detailed, what you want to do is you actually want to squeeze the bottom of your shoulder blades together. Think about the points of the bottom of your shoulder blade uh, that are closest to the spine. You're trying to touch those points to your spine. And uh, that's a great exercise. That is one exercise that I use for, use for basically all my clients, especially my tennis athletes. Uh, I try to do some, some, uh, something similar to that. Uh, and maybe it might be with a weight or it might be from a different uh, position, body position, which makes it a little bit more difficult. Uh, but essentially, uh, the goal for that exercise is to try to pull your shoulders back and uh, prevent that forward shoulder uh, posture. So, uh, yeah, the, the answer to the question is, should you do an overhead press? It depends. And that's pretty much the answer to any question that you might hear in the fitness industry, whether it be, should I eat less calories? Should I eat more carbs? Should I eat less carbs? Should I eat an all-meat diet? Should I eat an all-vegetable diet? It all really depends. You know, believe it or not, I know some people I actually know one person I used to train. I haven't trained him as much anymore because he's been uh, out of town a lot. Uh, but he was actually allergic to vegetables. He was allergic to a lot of vegetables. So he had a pretty much all beef diet. He'd eat beef liver. He'd eat beef uh, testicles. He'd eat, uh, you know, obviously your basic cuts of beef, you know, your roast beef, uh, your rump roast, your hamburgers. Not hamburgers as much. He said he didn't like the, the high fatty meats or whatnot. Uh, but he was essentially only eating beef and salt and water. And every once in a while, he'd throw in, uh, what did he throw in there? Every once in a while, he'd try to throw in some fruits just to keep, him, keep his fiber levels high. Uh, but he, was, he, couldn't, he couldn't eat vegetables. He literally would have like, his, he'd have an eczema flare-up if he ate vegetables, which is really weird. But... Like I said, everybody is different, so everything kind of depends. Like I said earlier, uh, there's rules, but there's exceptions to every rule. And every human being, since there's 7.9 billion of us or so, uh, there's going to be exceptions along the way. So uh, before you kind of adapt in an absolute theology uh, when it comes to your health and your wellness, I would really like experiment, you know, like uh, rule number one of my 10 general rules for life, you know, know thyself and you do that by experimenting. You know, you only get one life. So why, <laughs> why waste it guessing uh, based on someone else's uh, conclusions? You know, I mean, obviously there are some things that you can save time on by using other people's information. But if you are having problems with losing weight or if you're having problems like you know, with relationships, if you're have, having any general life problem and you find that other people's solutions aren't really working for you, well, then you have to actually look at what you're doing, look at your own life and analyze what may or may not be working for you in your own life. And that's the thing is that a lot of people try to compare themselves to other people and uh, the way they live their life. But 
no two being no two beings are the same nobody's life is exactly the same as another life there's so many nuances and so many uh details that are exclusive to that to certain individuals right you know so like each specific individual has these certain stipulations and certain limitations and uh challenges as well as strengths weaknesses you know all all these things are what make us who we are you know and that's how we identify each other otherwise we wouldn't be able to tell the difference between each other so we're all different so that being said it would behoove you to look at what's going on in your life and test some things out that's actually how my again to talk about my client that didn't eat beef, didn't eat anything but beef he actually experimented you know he was he's doing all kinds of diets that people were talking about and none of them worked for him and so he decided one day to just like try to do an elimination diet and take take out everything and from his diet that wasn't working for him and he slowly added things back and he found after about six or seven months that the only thing that worked for him was a beef diet you know with a few fruits and uh yeah i think he did have certain vegetables but he didn't have like your typical vegetables i think he would eat like uh well i guess broccoli would be one of them i i might be mistaken but i know he had like one or two vegetables that he allowed himself to eat occasionally very occasionally so is it's just really wild to think about like how different we all can be you know like that is definitely not typical so you might be one of those people that might not have the typical results or might not have uh, a typical tactic to getting to you know lose lose a certain amount of pounds or you know getting getting the right relationship for you or you know having a job that were you know makes you happy you know some people are happy working 70 hours a week because it makes them feel fulfilled some people feel like they're dying if they're working more than 40 hours a week you know because that extra that extra time takes away from their own personal free time that makes them feel you know fulfilled and uh, maybe they want to spend time with their family and that you know extra time that they would be spending at work is taking time away from their family and that doesn't make that doesn't make them feel fulfilled so there's a lot of ways that you can make your life the ideal life and i would say you know absolutes are definitely not one of the ways it's definitely a way to try but it's definitely not a way that will be successful for you so experiment find out what works for you uh try out some shoulder presses with if you are going to try them out i would say try them with lighter weights obviously don't don't max out on the shoulder press to see if it works for you you know try with a lighter weight if it doesn't work for you uh you know try that other exercise that i said the scapular retraction and uh, try to get your shoulders back see if that helps you and uh being able to push stuff over your head but if for the most part most human beings unless there's some kind of underlying stipulation should be able to push something over their head you know we were designed to move in a lot of ways and just because you're older doesn't mean that you shouldn't do certain things you shouldn't limit yourself because those limitations uh, eventually start to grow you know just just like your abilities grow over time if you practice them if you don't practice doing things your limitations begin to grow so uh the best bet as i said is to experiment and keep trying keep doing keep trying to find ways to keep your body moving so that you will always have a sufficient range of motion
All right. Well, that does it for my day. I really do appreciate you listening. I hope that you do heed this advice and don't put limitations on yourself. Of course, if you have any limita- if you have any injuries, uh, you know, that would be a reason to put a limitation on yourself. Uh, but don't put make that limitation last forever. You know, obviously there is a thing called physical therapy for a reason uh, because we don't expect people to be injured for the rest of their life once they get injured. All right. So, uh, yeah, do that, you know, work your body, move your body, you know, enjoy your body, love your body (laughs) and, uh, everybody out there. I hope you keep good company. (laughs) That was a lame ending, but (laughs) that's the end. I'll talk to you soon. Take care of yourself.